Welcome to Words From Your Mama. I'm your host, Simone. If you're a mom or maybe considering being a mom and you want some encouragement along the way, then this podcast is for you. On this podcast, I interview moms from every walk of life as they share their experiences. So thanks for listening. I think you only lose if you don't get back up and keep trying again. On this episode, we are going to be interviewing Ellen Silvati. She is the mother to one of my best friends, and she is going to be sharing all the wisdom that she has learned over the past few decades because she's only 24. I look forward to hearing from her, and I hope that you guys have brought your treasure bags again because this episode is going to be filled with wisdom. Enjoy. Would you like to tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. I have been married for uh, 34 years to my wonderful husband, Steve. I have two children, two daughters. Wasn't sure I wanted to be a mother at first, um, but realized I didn't want to grow old and regret not having any children. So That's a good reason to have kids. (laughs) Yep. Awesome. Are you from Maryland? I am. Lived outside of Maryland for a little while, but not uh, for too, too long. I guess Maryland's where we're supposed to be. So So getting right into these questions, what is your go-to recipe? One thing that you can just whip up without even looking at a recipe. Baked spaghetti is um, a recipe that was my grandma's recipe. And I grew up eating it as a kid and my mom always made it too. And then so now I make it. and it's really not that hard, but it's a little bit different than other baked spaghetti I've had just because of how it's made. And most everybody seems to like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I know you live the best life ever, but I can imagine sometimes your life gets a little stressful. So what is one thing that you do that recharges you or just relaxes you? I usually will take the dog on a walk uh, up and down our driveway quite a few times um, and just look at nature and talk to God while I walk the dog. That's Um, awesome. I used to clean as a way of escape. That's what I like to do for getting rid of anything that was bugging me. Um, But I guess since the kids moved, I don't seem to have to clean as much as I used to. (laughs) I'm sure Panda can change the narrative and she can mess a lot of things up. (laughs) For sure. So far, so good, though. But I'm sure the older she gets, the harder some things will become. Yeah. Yeah. And for those of you that don't know, Panda is Sister Silvati's amazing little Bernadoodle. Super cute. The best dog ever. So what do you love the most about being a mom? Um, I guess I'd have to say the relationships I'm building with my daughters as they grow in, well, they're in adulthood now, but as they're continuing to grow in that, um, I guess transitioning from a mom to more of a friend role has, it's just really rewarding. Um, and I'm thankful that they want to be my friend in addition to let me be their mom, but yeah, I'm thankful for that I have with my two girls. That's awesome. Yeah. 
I love that you love that. I don't find many parents that would actually comment and say that they love the transition because I know it can be super hard from you go from raising your kids for 20 plus years and living with you to now they're both moved out and you're still able to joy with them in the, the moments of life. Yep. It's good. It, I mean, there's been, I'm sure, you know, there's been times, but I mean, overall it's been pretty awesome. That's great. So, yeah. So on the converse, what would be the hardest part about being a mom? I think the hardest part about being a mom is not being able to help your kids when they're hurt or hurting from something. Um, there were times when my kids went through emotional hurts with friends and stuff like that through school. And there were certain times that there was nothing I could do about it, but let them work through it on their own. Um, pray for them. I couldn't change what somebody said or did to them. Um, I could just be there for them and try to relay what I think Jesus would, would tell them, yeah. you know, um, to give them peace and encouragement that way there's really um i think that that's hardest is when your kids are hurting and you can't do anything to help them or you feel helpless yeah that's really tough that would definitely yeah that's really really tough and yeah and, yeah there were some times too when kids can just be um mean <laughs> uh -huh. and it's hard and not want to go to battle, you know, <laughs> but you have to sometimes you gotta let Jesus do that for you. So it's so tough. Oh my gosh, it's so hard. I need to learn that lesson. Yeah, I mean, I'm still learning. <laughs> <laughs> so, what has been the scariest moment as a mom? Well, I can think of, I guess, a couple pretty scary times. Uh, one with Rachel was when she moved away and went to college and that was hard to, and scary, just hoping and praying that she was safe and that she made good decisions. Yeah. I mean, I she made good decisions, but it's hard when, you know, it can be tough when you're on your own and you're other people are, um, that, aren't living the lifestyle we've tried to live are influencing your life and things like that. So that was kind of hard. And then another one time that was pretty scary was um, actually when the girls were much younger and Jesse was going, in, I think she was in middle school and um, the neighborhood we lived in at the time was being built up. There were new houses going up. So there were a lot of general contractors in the area out there working on homes and stuff. But um, we decided we'd let her start walking home from the bus by herself. And it was, it was, it was a little ways, you know, probably I'm guessing a half a mile or so maybe longer from the street to where our house was. And so we taught her how to, you know, use the key to, open the door and all that stuff and um, told her when she got in the house to call me so I knew she was home safe and all that. So the very first time we did this, I didn't get a call. Oh, no. Started calling the house, ring, 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 no answer, ring, ring, no answer. I called 
one of the lady friends down the street whose daughter Jessie was friends with, thinking maybe she's seen her. Nope, she hadn't seen her. So I jumped in my car from work and hurried home. And there were no cell phones at that time. At least my kids didn't have one. I don't even remember if I think I had a work cell phone. But um, So I flew home, got to my house, her backpack, and I uh, can't remember if it was just her backpack or something else was sitting on the front step. She was nowhere to be seen. Oh, my God. The house. And I just started screaming for her. What, you know, Jesse, where are you at? And thank God, <laughs> she here she comes running down from another direction. She she couldn't get in the house and ended up going to a different friend's house that lived at opposite direction to call me. But I would have never dreamed she would have went to that house. But anyway, <laughs> that it was just so fear grips you that what happened to my kid was somebody here her stuff's here she's not here it was it was very scary how <laughs> yeah scared her to hear me uh yelling her name as frantically as i was <laughs> Which, <laughs> running down the road anyway we both learned lesson that day to make sure she really could use that key and get in for telling that story but no that's terrifying i couldn't imagine especially knowing that there's general contractors in the area and not being advanced in technology as you are today yeah it was very scary <sighs> i think another another time too and i won't keep lingering on the point but when she got married and left home that was uh maybe not scary my probably shouldn't have said scary but it was just of transition that we had to deal with that was kind of hard too. I honestly feel like that may be one of the scariest, not like physically scary, but more mentally because you don't really know Tyler. So you've got to like get (laughs) to know him and you've only got like so long before they actually get married and move out to get to know him because she's going to be spending the rest of her life with this man. Like, right. I mean, that that is scary in itself. It's a transition for sure that you're not, I don't know that anybody's really ready for that till the day it happens and you're not even ready then, but you work through it. Yeah. (laughs) And we love Tyler. It's nothing like that. It was just, she's not here anymore, you know? Yeah. (laughs) But anyway. No, you're fine. So let's talk about your proudest moment as a mom. Um, I guess I don't know that I could pinpoint any one thing, but I had a lot of proud moments, I think, uh, with my kids. Um, they both have made me very proud. We would always get feedback from, um, friends, parents, teachers, doctors, even saying how polite and well-behaved our kids were whenever they were places. Um, uh, but I guess I'm probably most proud that both of my girls have chosen on their own for themselves to live the life, their lives for God. Yeah. Uh, they're both serving him with their lives. Um, and I couldn't ask for anything better Yeah. than that. That's huge. So, yeah. So looking back down memory lane, what are some fond 
moments you can remember as a mom? Uh, getting to spend uh, quality time alone with, with them, um, going to dinners or shopping, especially even recently as they've gotten older, just spending time with them one-on-one or, or together, the three of us, and um, spending time doing that talk and laugh and we'll FaceTime three way sometimes. And, uh, I've had some fun. Well, we've all had fun, but, um, pranking them on FaceTime with, um, making them think something that <laughs> there's one picture I took. Uh, I, I can't remember the details now, but I said something about something that had happened. Then I went away crying and they looked at me like, we made you cry. I was like, stop. It was just, it's funny. I had a picture to prove it though. It's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, but, such a jokester. Yeah. We've had, had a lot of good, good times together. And just recently we went out together with some friends that were visiting here, but we all went out and played pickleball together for the first time. And we didn't know what we were doing, but we had a lot of fun laughs. It was, it was fun. <laughs> It's awesome. So this one's a little bit challenging, but can you list three events that most shaped your life? Yep. I think um, marriage uh, would be one, two, having children, and three, uh, being saved. God coming into my life um marriage changes your life as you learn to live with another person and share everything that you have never had to do before um and then bringing children into the world changes your marriage that mm -hmm. you just got used to life as you knew it before no longer exists <laughs> yeah um you're realize you're completely um responsible for the new life you just brought into the world and gravity, the gravity of that just takes hold and you realize you're in for the long haul and life is not going to be the same. Um, and salvation changed everything. It changed how we, I mean, because we, I guess we were married and had kids, one kid first, and then Jesus walked in our life. And then how we raised our family, how we lived after that. Um, was all for the better and changed and molded us into who we are today. Um, changes your thinking, you know, about life and marriage and how you raise your kids, how you deal with other people, how to live a holy life. Um, so I'd say those three things were impacted and shaped me into who I am today. Yeah. I guess. So let's talk about some family traditions. What are some family traditions you have with your family now? Um, well, Christmas Christmas morning has always been a tradition we've spent together as family, even after Jesse got married. Um, we usually get together early Christmas morning. That, that could change in the future because now there's more grandkids involved. But... <laughs> but um, They've always come for early. Rachel's usually home, and um, 
I make sausage bread and some kind of casserole to go with it. And we spend Christmas morning eating and opening gifts and spending time together. Um, and then after that, it's not sure whether they get to stay for the day or other families are involved. So, you know, you got to share. I got to share. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'd say that's probably one that I can think of that's tradition that we've had I don't I don't know how long it will continue but we'll see yeah I'm sure it'll keep going you like you said you just have to make your breakfasts a little later in the day yeah the sausage bread was something my neighbor made when I was a kid growing up and then I started making it for my family and everybody loved it so we just they said you gotta make it they, why don't you make it more than just Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any regrets in life? I'd have to say, of course, I think everybody does. <laughs> um, I didn't really list anything specifically. I just was going to say that um, everything we go through in life makes us who we are. And if we can learn from our mistakes or regrets in life, then we're better for it. Um, I try to ask and trust the Lord to take the mistakes and regrets I've made and turn them into something for his glory. And that's kind of what I've just learned over my life is we're always going to have regrets and, and make mistakes. We just, you can't go back and undo them. Usually you, there's nothing you can do other than moving forward and learning from them. So, um, but yeah, I've got more than one. <laughs> Uh, that's so good I feel like that's challenging because then I get real upset with myself because I'm like I've made this mistake before and I regretted making that mistake but I'm here again and I, I'm reminded of the bible verse it's like why why do I do the things that I know aren't right but it's you know it happens and I think we just I think you only lose if you don't get back up and keep trying again um that's you know you if you keep getting back up that's what god wants us to do and and keep trying you know and and eventually we're gonna learn from them and keep moving on and he'll help us thank god his mercies are new every day so amen so now we're gonna go back again down memory lane what is one thing that you miss about being a kid i think living where i grew up um i grew up down in Scotland, Maryland on Roto Beach, which was on the Chesapeake Bay. Um, I was, I think I was in fifth grade when we moved down there and there really wasn't a lot to do. You're far away from shopping and all those kind of things. So I spent a lot of time on the beach, walking the beach, looking for shells, just listening to the waves, looking for um, the skates or looking to see if I saw fins of any kind out there. And, um, I always enjoyed that as a kid. Um, I also enjoyed watching the storms that would roll up, up the bay that were, but I never really felt afraid. It was, there's something about the water that always gave me peace too. And a calming, even in the storm, I don't know. It was just, I always enjoyed living on the water. Um, especially there. Uh, I think I took it for granted as a kid, mm -hmm. you know, you don't, my parents knew what what they had when they moved down there, but um, 
but I it was a it was a good good place to grow up and I, I rode my bike a lot when I was a kid I my parents got me a 10 speed and I could I rode from Scotland to Ridge almost every day one summer my friend lived in Ridge so I'd ride my bike I could do it in 20 minutes but way back then I was <laughs> I just wanted to get somewhere so I pedaled my legs off but no um, that's like forever that feels like so many miles just you hearing Ridge and Scotland like they're completely two different places yeah but yeah it was uh, a that was a I had a lot of memories riding my bike a lot too uh, just because I wanted to go hang out with my friend and my parents worked they weren't home and I wanted to do something so I mean thankfully they let me do that (laughs) (laughs) oh that far yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. So, what was your favorite vacation growing up? <clears throat> well, honestly, there weren't there weren't really any big vacation spots that my parents ever took us on that I can remember. Our vacation was usually every summer we'd either go visit my grandparents in Evansville, Indiana. Or they would come visit us, but we always looked forward to it. Um, I loved those those vacations because Grandma and Grandpa let us pretty much have whatever we wanted when we were <laughs> there. And back then, there were six of us. Um, Will wasn't born yet uh, at that time, and we'd all pile in a station wagon and drive to... Indiana and hang out with my grandparents and make pallets on their living room floor sleep we'd all just line up in rows and sleep on the living room floor but listen to what they were doing in the other room (laughs) (laughs) and one year our dog was pregnant so my parents actually brought her on the vacation with us which I I don't know if I could have done that and she had puppies while we were there so we got to ride home with I don't know how my parents didn't lose their minds, but six kids and a dog and puppies. <laughs> Sounds like an we episode of Beethoven. It was, I mean, I, we thought it was fun, you know, yeah. as a kid. But I have a lot of good memories um, doing that and uh, special moments I'm, I'll probably, I'll never forget with my grandparents. So I'm thankful um, we were able to do that. That sounds yeah. awesome. It's it's really not like the big fancy vacations and trips and things that really mean the most. Like you're talking about spending time with your kids, just small yep. things like spending time with your grandparents over the summer. Like that's that's really what yep. matters. Yep, it was. I'm thankful that we at least got to do that, you know. And and I think we all enjoyed it. They had a and upstairs in their house with stuff. It was a more like storage, but we could go up there and look around and stuff, play hide and seek, you know, and they had a basement and go down there. It was, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds awesome. So I know that you are a grandmother to some awesome little babies. Yeah. What advice <laughs> would you give to those grandbabies? I would tell them to love and serve God with all their mind, body, and soul. To talk to him every day and seek his will for their lives. 
I would tell them not to wish their life away and try to enjoy and appreciate every moment God gives them while they're living on this planet. When I was young, I used to want to be older um, just because, well, that's just a waste of time. But <laughs> um, tell them when they fall down, just get back up. You know, it, like I said earlier, the only one that loses is the, is the one that quits and doesn't get back up. Yeah. So I think that's what I would, I think that's the most important thing is to live their lives for the Lord and to, to love him and seek him while they're growing up and forever. Yeah. Because so. there is no real like instruction manual for life, but the Bible clearly yep. points out principles and things that we can live by and there's promises in his word. So that's the instruction manual for life, basically. Yep. Uh, he, he'll stick by you closer than anybody else will and he's always there so if they can build that relationship from a young age they inhabit all their life they win yeah you know well that's all we have for this episode be sure to tune in next week for more words from your mama